Welcome to the Biz Bash podcast, where we make biz strategy a piece of cake. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Cammie, but you might know us better as Eliza and Calligraphy and Cammie Monet. We want to help you, our fellow stationers, artists, and calligraphers, confidently build a profitable and personality-driven creative biz. We're here to share our honest-to-goodness advice and actionable strategies for ambitious artists. So put on your party hat, quit being a procrastinator gator, and let's get this party started. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Biz Bash podcast. If you couldn't guess who named today's episode, it was me, obviously. <laughs> so today we are talking about productivity possums and why you aren't getting things done. Basically, all the little things that are distractions in your business. And even if you feel like you're just running around like a crazy person and working your booty off, it's time to kick all these productivity possums out of your trash cans, the things that are making your, your business play dead, if you will. <laughs> so we're going to kick those productivity possums out of here and get you guys on the up and up, get motivated, get rid of those things that are holding you back. Those crazy possums. (laughs) But before we do that, Elizabeth is going to read a review. Yeah, I have a wonderful one here. I mean, they're all wonderful. Let's be real. Annie Hokey gave us five stars and she said, so hopeful and amazing advice. And she wrote, best podcast out there for creatives. I love listening to Cammie and Elizabeth. Their knowledge is so helpful and it has helped me so much in my business. I learned more from them than I did from my grad school professors. Oh my, Lanta. <laughs> cool. And listen to Cammie and Elizabeth. And I'm like, oh man, that is high praise. And um, do we really live up to it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is Annie Hokey, your review ain't no jokey. That is like some nice stuff. Okay. And I don't even know. <laughs> If you can compare us to professors, because we're literally talking about possums and trash cans today. So (laughs) I don't know what school you ever went to, but anyway, it's fine. The mascot is a possum. Oh, all right. Sorry. I'm ready. Cammie just got our coffee. I did. I did. I I just told her, I was like, I'm actually feeling very zen. And she was like, oh, no. But then I took like two sips and we're we're back. We're back. Okay. So um, why you aren't getting stuff and you're done in your biz. These are the six big, fat, ugly productivity possums, like the big honking ones that literally crush the lids of your trash cans. (laughs) We're going to talk about those. So the first big, ugly possum in your business um, is the scroll. Dun, dun, dun. AKA social media. (laughs) I mean, so real though. Yeah. I think we all fall victim to this possum of just like mindless scrolling or just getting on Instagram and liking things. I mean, Here's the thing with this possum is because it truly can feel like you're pushing your business forward, but you're like, is this actually revenue generating or am I just like, feel like I'm actually moving my business forward when I'm really not, you know, it's a sneaky one. Yeah, totally. Right. Because it makes you feel like there's something of value there when there isn't always. (laughs) Yeah. And there totally can be like, you can be strategic with social media, plan out your post and course posting on instagram is not like a possum in itself but it's the mindless scrolling when you're sitting there for two hours and two hours have gone by you don't even realize it because you're like six instagram pages back looking at someone's best friend's husband's you know bachelorette party (laughs) pictures from 1998 you're like how did i end up here I like how you just said it was her husband's bachelorette party. <laughs> yeah. Probably didn't realize it, but <laughs> it's, it's really far back on the timeline. <laughs> it's a weird one. <laughs> I realized it as no, I was no, saying. No, you said bach- you said bachelorette. No, I know, I know, oh. I know, I know. I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> 
it was too late at that point. It was too late. I just went, I just went with it. You know, um, maybe he was invited to the bachelorette party. You don't know. All right. Um, so I think, I think the biggest thing for me actually with this one on like the whole scrolling thing is it's not necessarily big chunks of time. It's all the little chunks of time I spend scrolling in between every activity I do every day. You know, like it's embarrassing. Like yeah. there's a stat on your phone that tells you how I hate that much stat. you pick it up during the day. Oh yeah, it's it's so embarrassing because it's just like that mindless of like going back and forth between the apps on your phone and like checking everything. And for me, the scroll might not even necessarily be like Instagram. It could be a bunch of other stuff that like habitual kind of like little like carved road in my mind, you know, of like all the apps that I open oh, and the right. I open them in and like checking my email like on my phone, even though I have my computer up. I don't know. It's yeah, crazy. I know. I literally go between like three apps on my phone. I'm like, what am I even doing? I don't even know. It's the worst. Yeah. It's, it's totally the worst. And that, um, I don't know. It's not even an app anymore. Your iPhone just like tells you every week being like how much time you spent looking at it. And it's literally the worst notification ever. I love when it's like you're, you're, uh, time spent on your phone has gone down. I'm like, yes, <laughs> it's like the yeah, one accomplishment. Right? Yeah, like it's, it really goes down if I'm like not work, like if I'm on vacation or traveling. And I, I love that because I'm like, oh, good, I'm actually like being present. But I wish I had that that time consistently throughout my business because I'm like, how much more would I actually get done if I was honest with myself about how many times my thumb is just scrolling over random crap. Yeah, I mean, so. that's very true. And I mean, I did that whole experience with my experiment, I should say, with like turning my phone to grayscale. Oh, yeah. And, and it made what, was your, <laughs> what was your findings? <laughs> it made Instagram the most like boring place in the entire universe, like everything <laughs> being in black and white like that, like removing the color from the photos, which is what normally like captures your attention so much. Um, but then like, I think I'd did four days of that and I was like I cannot take this anymore because I couldn't find things on my phone because I find things based on what color they are yeah <laughs> that's um, true I kind of knew like location of like where apps were but it almost I almost felt like I was getting a headache from that um, but I think it could be used strategically like when you really have to get stuff done to put your phone on grayscale to remind you like when you pick it up it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not supposed to be looking at this right now. You know, I have mm-hmm. like better things to be doing than looking at Instagram or looking at my phone. Yeah, it's like a total visual reminder. Yeah. Keep that. Turn that possum black and white. <laughs> yeah. You don't want colorful possums coming at you. But yeah, that I think we're all easy to fall prey to that one. So keeping that in mind, I don't know what the step like what steps moving forward would be super helpful with this besides like putting those boundaries in place, like I'm not going to use my phone on the weekends and just like gradually building it up. I, I really do think it's like almost breaking an addiction, you know, like it's, it's going to be hard it to quit is. cold turkey, but like trying to only use your phone for an hour a day, there's like apps that like lock, like shut it down. Right. Like, like well, you can even only... Apple, certain Apple settings now, like directly oh, right. on your phone will allow you to say like, I do not want to access the Facebook app between like these and these hours, which is really cool. I think it's because there used to be third party apps and then Apple like stole the idea and just added it to its software. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So maybe that's somewhere to start. You know, I think I'm actually going to try that and just like take it off or at least I always... um I used to take Facebook off my phone because I'm like literally sitting in front of a desktop anyway. So it was like more of a conscious effort to like go to the web page versus going uh-huh. on my phone. Um, but then I added it 
back for who knows why. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I justified it. Group. That's probably why. <laughs> that's why. That's why I added it back. But even then, I'm still considering getting rid of the app again and then just saying during business hours, I sit down yeah. and look at the Facebook posts. Yeah, maybe that's a good start, just getting rid of the app. So, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about another productivity possum. This one is very sneaky. He's the wiliest productivity possum there is. And that is your inbox. Okay, so the inbox is crazy because we're always getting so many notifications, so many emails coming in. And like our as humans, we're hardwired to like want to respond to all those urgent requests because we feel like it's getting things done. But in reality, it really is taking away so much of our actual usable time. And a lot of the inbox is just kind of fluff, you know? I mean, I know there's client stuff in there too, but a lot of it, like how much could we knock out doing it just in one swoop in the middle in like the morning or the afternoon versus like keeping your inbox open all day? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm so speaking to myself that. on this as well. Like it's not like I, I mean, have this down. <laughs> mine stays open all day. And I even have that like inbox when ready thing on there so that it like hides my messages. So I can't see if a notification comes up, yeah. but I literally think I need to like practice some sort of like self-control or discipline (laughs) and like keep that stuff locked out I feel like the problem is right now though Cami with like the amount of stuff we've been planning for the summit is like I literally feel the need to keep that open because there are things that are so time sensitive that have to be responded to yeah if it was just me doing client work like and that was my business and my life 100%, I would feel way more comfortable with saying okay I'm only going to check my email one time a day in the morning But like, otherwise, I don't know, I'm like scheduling calls with people and like, I don't know. It just like seems like I I have to have it up. I have to know. I know. (laughs) I know. That's why it's just like, but I think that's moving. Like, I think in those instances, that's totally fine. Like it's, it's what's moving your, the difference between the productivity possum and like, you know, something that's just a, a, a task in your business is like, what is actually moving your business forward versus what's just you like playing playing office you know what I mean like where you feel like you're just being busy and not necessarily productive so like that is pushing things forward like that is part of the business right now as like you have to be able to respond to those emails it's just like when you sit down and you're like oh I'm just gonna like organize my inbox for like 45 minutes and then you're like shoot I should have done this other thing like I'm not saying you specifically but you know (laughs) in general I do love organizing my inbox you're actually not a Um, but so I read this stat in this article and it was that the average professional spends 28% of their workday reading and answering email, which is, um, two and a 2.6 hours spent per day on emails, which is like bananas to me. <laughs> like that's a lot of time, you know, plus all the time yeah. we got to spend on social media. It's like half your day. It's already gone. Just, um, responding to messages. Yeah, it's just like a reality check right now. You know, I'm not sure what the solution is really, but this is a reality check of like these possums that are weighing down your life. (laughs) Well, and it doesn't help that the amount of inboxes we have between the two of us right now is like insane because it's like you have your personal one, Cami Monet. I have my Eliza and Calligraphy, and hello at Eliza and Calligraphy. I have two inboxes for my business. I might have two, but they feed into the same one. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And then we have, um, I should think about doing that, just having that stuff forward. Um, Mm -hmm. but then we have biz birthday bash and we have stationer summit and like, why do I feel like we're forgetting like even one more? Maybe not. Maybe it's just like my other personal love to laugh one. That's for me. Love to laugh. I just can't (laughs) believe that's your screen. (laughs) 
I brought it back. I like deleted it in like December of like 2017 and then figured out how to recover it like a year later. Oh because my gosh, I was, that is amazing. I was locked out of my personal Instagram account and that was the only way to get it back. <laughs> <laughs> by reviving that old email so so funny love to laugh um it's my junk email it works really well for you know signing up for all the nonsense stuff i always just put in like a fake like hot blonde one at aol.com that's usually what i put <laughs> i'm not no, blonde. Also, what if you're <laughs> signing up for like a free download or coupon code that never comes oh, to no. you I meant like where it's like, oh, you need this email to put in here. I always just put in something at AOL.com and it always has the word blonde in it. So someone who's blonde is getting a lot of random emails from something like not like free downloads. Just like, <laughs> so I'm sorry. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. I know. I ruined their day. They're like, why do I get all these emails? Um, hot blonde one at AOL. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Um, no, I mean, it's okay. I mean, this one for sure takes up a lot of my time. It's like making me have a headache right now thinking about it. <laughs> I know. It's a doozy for sure. So um, our next productivity possum is analysis paralysis. Why you're not getting stuff done is because you're just thinking about it way too darn long. You could have just done the thing by the time you analyze how to do the thing. Is anyone else guilty of this? I realize okay. no one's well, here now to that you, now that you, Well, I am. Yes. <laughs> now that you define this, I think I understand what you mean better. Because at first I was looking at that and I was like, what does that mean? But I think it's more of the, to me, I equate a little bit of like procrastination with that. Because um, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. right now I'm just like between this birthday bash and all the stuff we're doing for the stationer summit. And then... Um, other things in my business like I have this invitation suite that I need to have out like August 16th and we record these early guys so by the time you're hearing this that's like all past but <laughs> I need to have it out by next Friday and I need to start addressing those envelopes like I have to do it but yeah. I feel like I have severe like paralysis in a sense because I don't literally don't know like what thing I should do first. Like, yes. obviously I need to do that first, but then there's something that comes up for like station or summit. I was like, oh yeah, I can do that now. I can fit that in. Or I have this meeting or I have that meeting. And before I know it, like the day's over and I haven't addressed an envelope. So it's like, I'm going to have to work this weekend. I'm going to have to, there's like no way around it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of just like having so much to do where you don't even know where to begin. It's like two sides of the coin. It's having so much to do where you don't know where to begin. And then also just not knowing how best to tackle the thing. So it's kind of like slightly different kind of the same, you know, that could be focused on one task. And you're like, I just don't know where to begin with this. Like a lot of times I know I'll specifically get this when I'm designing something for a client and they, they're not giving me a ton of direction. And I'm like, I literally don't know what to do right now. And I got to come up yeah. with something, but it just like forcing that out. And so I'll just procrastinate on that and put it off when I like the time that I'm just sitting there being like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I could have just like figured it out. You know what I mean? And just like being cognizant of that analysis paralysis. And sometimes it's best to just do, just get started on anything. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, just make some sort of action forward, whether it's just like, all right, I'm just going to start sketching and see what comes up or, okay, I'm just going to tackle the inbox and then close out of it and do one envelope, like, you know, and that kind of kickstarts everything. Uh -huh. um, but just not letting that paralysis like grip you and take control of you. Cause that's when 
things start to spiral out of control and you've wasted a whole day. (laughs) Sometimes on those days, I just have to like give myself a mental break. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes it's good for me to just like walk away, which is definitely not getting anything done. Um, (laughs) And then I have to come back to it with like fresh eyes. But yeah, that's like so real for me right now because I just need to like sit down and do these envelopes. But I feel like envelopes for me are what painting is to you. Like Mm -hmm. you're like, I got to get in that mindset. And when I'm thinking about the zillion other things I should be doing right now too. Because for me, I'm like, oh, the Stationer Summit stuff, that's on the computer. I can do that real quick. I can do that real quick. And then I'll do envelopes. And then I get sucked in for like two hours or whatever. Yeah. Doing like whatever tasks we need to get done. (laughs) I know. And it really is harder to like switch gears between creative task and like admin task and Mm -hmm. like fighting between the two of those and we'll talk about like more how to combat this with our possum repellent (laughs) section shortly because there's definitely ways that I've found that work for me um we can talk about those but let's keep going through these six big fat ugly horrible possums okay so um the fourth possum is over scheduling and this is like my biggest possum a million times he's like the fattest ugliest dude so (laughs) over scheduling for me is is a killer because like it's just harder to get things done when you're just scrambling to get everything done does that even make sense i don't know (laughs) it's just you know you feel that extra pressure and you're over scheduling yourself it's harder to move your entire business forward versus just work. You're just working in it all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I never have time to do all the other things like of pushing my business forward into something that's a little bit more scalable, a little more sustainable because I'm constantly working in it. Yes. No, I I know exactly what you're saying. And I think too, it can be scheduling in the sense of actual time and scheduling in sense of projects. Like, and I would say right now your biggest one is the scheduling (laughs) projects right? Yeah. Like you right. overbooked. Yes. Um, because for me, I think I'm currently overscheduled because I have all these like in-person coffees coming up this next week. Mm. I That with, is such a good point. Yeah. <laughs> without going into all of the like background of this, I did join this new networking group locally because I want to get more plugged into like local Atlanta weddings. And it's not, it's actually like not wedding industry related at all, which I really enjoy. And I've liked it so far. But when you first join something like this, it's like everyone wants to grab coffee. Everyone wants to get to know you and to like learn more about your business. And all of this is like falling (laughs) during like the week that I do not have the time. And so I'm just like, gosh, I wish I had been more conscious of that like last week when I was like going through and kind of like setting this stuff up. And I'm just going to have to take a deep breath and like, you know, (laughs) sit through the week and like figure everything out and like it will be okay. But I know I was like looking at my calendar and Cammie, I have like five, I think it's five meetings related to this like networking group next week alone. I have like two Monday, one Tuesday, one Wednesday, one Thursday. And like, no, nope, I, I don't, I don't like that at all. <laughs> no. and, and like on Wednesday and Thursday, it's okay. Cause they're like first thing in the morning. So I'll come home and I have the whole entire like rest of the day to do all invitation suite assembly, which is great. Yeah. Um, but like some of the other ones, like the one on Tuesday is like literally in the middle of the day at one thirty, And it's like at a place I have to drive 30 minutes to. Oh, so by the time you drive 30 killer. minutes. 
have an hour and drive 30 minutes back, I'm like, there goes two hours of my day where I need to be like doing other stuff. So it's causing me a little bit of anxiety attack. I so can see that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to set up like a new boundary for myself where it's like, okay, I do two of these like networking related things of a week and that's it you know <laughs> like I put a cap on it <laughs> yeah I would absolutely like five is a freaking lot of networking things in one week like I think one a week is like actually a lot so I mean capping it at two is more than generous so yeah. well I should specify three of them are like one-on-one coffees and then two of them are these like meetings where there will be you know a group of other people but still yeah. like it's that's a ton a it yeah, is I- it just all happened by accident I didn't like realize it you know (laughs) yeah totally and the ones in the middle of the day like I know I lose like if I like to do coffee first thing in the morning if I'm doing it because I I cannot I really don't get anything done if I go to coffee in the middle of the day and then come back like I just kind of like loaf around and like try to do stuff but I'm just checking my inbox so like it doesn't really work that well so yeah yeah it is a matter of like guarding your time and like figuring out if you can like get back in the mindset of working after those things or not, like if some, if I cannot do it. So if you can, that's great. But like, um, yeah, five is a ton, dude. I'm like, I'm stressed for you. <laughs> I know. I just need to get through next week and it'll all be okay. And it's oh. like also because like editing the podcast, you know, I've been thinking about it. I was like, okay, so I'm just going to do like the one podcast that goes live next week. And then I'll do the other ones afterwards (laughs) after all the craziness has died down. Cause we're trying to be so good about batching, but sometimes that's so hard. It like doesn't happen the way you want it to. (laughs) No. Yeah. I I pretty much do the blog post like that every week. (laughs) I try to batch them, but I just, my brain doesn't work in batches. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Did we cover okay. like the overscheduling or booking or because yes. I feel like I kind of took that over with that. No, but that was thing. a good point of, of, yeah, it can go either way. I mean, there's, it's really self-explanatory. We got it. All right. Okay. This is like also like getting lunch with like your photographer friend and wedding planner friend and like videographer friend all in the same week. It's like, do you really need to have like three lunches in one week, you know, I to know. bring that back like, to our industry? Yeah, it's super fun to go hang out with everybody. But then like by the time you drive there and get back and then try to shift your brain again, it's like, I oh, know you really, that really is cutting into your productivity time a lot more than you realize. Like, yeah. Oh, show. Um, okay. And then my fifth productivity possum is what I like to call lumbering numbering. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this is when you just check your stats and your followers and your metrics and your analytics and your podcast downloads and your subscribers or whatever <laughs> all day long because it feels like you're getting something done, but you're just looking at numbers all day. Um, yeah, this is like for sure me. <laughs> I'm guilty as charged. Like as you were saying all that, I was like, oh, I don't go to convert kit every day to like see how many people are on the stationers summit waitlist. I mean, I don't do that three times, five times, seven times a day. No, I'm just kidding. But I do that. I do probably check that like every day. And then um then I like checking like the lips and like the podcast stats every yeah, once in a while. I, I do too. I do too. Maybe I, I think, need to make a rule that I'm not allowed to check that. Like maybe just make it like your little thing you look forward to every Friday morning. Like you're going to check all the stuff, you know? Because that's, yeah. that's just when it becomes more possum is when you're doing it like three times a day and you're like, and then all, all those minutes add up, you know? So Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Nobody said possums weren't. It's what? 
it's all the small minutes. It's like you Ooh. think that these things would be in big chunks, but they're not. It's like all the little things that sneak in in between. Yeah, they're sneaky little possums. They just come in and steal all your minutes. And they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you ready to push the envelope in your stationary biz and finally get the answers you're looking for? We're bringing together industry leaders in one place with a virtual conference that anyone can attend. The Stationer Summit is an online game changer with session topics that are for stationers by stationers. And with 18 different educators, you can't afford to miss this. We've got the names you love. Swell Press, Design House Amora, Papel & Co, Design by Laney, and so many others. And you guys, they're here to bring you the answers you can't get anywhere else. It's time to break down the walls of the stationary industry and open the door for anyone and everyone. We believe there is room for all of us at the table and we're offering you a virtual seat. And of course, we'll be there too, talking about everyone's favorite topic, pricing. Here are the deets. Early bird registration takes place August 26th through 30th, and during this week, you can save $100 on your ticket. Official registration will open September 16th through 20th, and the full price is $397. Even at full price, this is an absolute steal. Get on the waiting list today at stationersummit.com. Oh, man. Okay. And then the number six possum, which kind of leads off. This is like the mama possum with all the baby possums on her back. And that is distractions. And distractions can show up in so many forms, like whether that's notifications from your social media or the ones that pop up in the corner of your screen or snacks are a huge one for me. (laughs) (laughs) Or like the doorbell rings or your cats are doing something crazy or the laundry is going or whatever, like all these little distractions add up so quickly so quickly i know i feel like i'm convicted that i know that our phone calls are distractions but that i also need them (laughs) i feel like this is like a counseling session for you right now you're like confessing all your sins to me and i wasn't trying to do that cammy i do all these things i do every single one but it's it's good to be aware of it like now i'm like oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing that or how can I stop or should I leave my phone in the other room? But I'm like, but what if Cammie calls me? I have to have it. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just email you and I know you'll see it. <laughs> I know. That's so true. I need oh, to get gosh. in touch with you. I'll figure Sometimes out it actually that. helps me like if I have my iPad in the room but not my phone. So mm-hmm. like at least on my iPad, it'll pop up if you like message me and I'm like, okay, I can see that. But my iPad does not have like Instagram and like some of the other like fun things quote unquote that are on my phone oh okay that works then yeah so you already get rid of some of the distractions by just not even having them on there yeah (laughs) but yeah so I call those like the baby possums like snacks I mean I'm I don't know how many times I'm like well I'm gonna do this but first I gotta go get a snack and then I like make a snack and then I'm like you know what I probably need a cup of coffee too. And then I go make a cup of coffee. And before you know it, 20 minutes have gone by and I haven't done diddly squat. And I'm like, what in the freak am I doing? So yeah, <laughs> you just watch out for those. And that happens like three times a day. That's an hour of me just looking for snacks. <laughs> and I believe it too. I believe that there is an hour spent looking for snacks in, in your household by you. <laughs> uh, yes, that is totally true. It's like you keep going to the pantry expecting there to be something different and there's not. And I'm like, maybe if I scrub, maybe I'm the possum. <laughs> um, that would actually make so much sense. Uh, 
flip the script. You're the possum. Okay, so I'm the possum. <laughs> I'm the productivity possum that's causing death Honestly, to my business. Though my cats are such a big one for me too, because I'm like, oh Zuko, oh I just like want to kiss you, and I'm just like nuzzling him, or like Will's bringing him into my office, being like, look at look how cute he is, or like look at Azula, look how cute they are. It's like oh, a constant like, dialogue too. about the cats, like constantly. He's, he's literally always texting me pictures of our cats and like bringing them in the office, and like I'm like, what would we talk about if we didn't have cats? Like. <laughs> That's what I think sometimes too. I'm like, our cats are such a good, like, middle ground bonding element, you know? Like, yes. a buffer <laughs> for everything. It's so funny. I mean, they, I mean, anytime the cats do something cute, I have to go full cat mom and take like 40,000 pictures. I Luckily, I don't share all of them on stories because no one would ever follow me, but like, know that the I want to so bad. Maybe I'll just start my own weird cat lady Instagrams. <laughs> You already have too many Instagrams. Nope. I'm not letting you. I mean, I only have one for myself. Really just one. Um, That's true. And I have two for myself. So uh, that's a lie. I have more than that. But okay, look, (laughs) so I only have one. You have like three. Guys, I'm not even logged into the Station or Summit podcast or Instagram. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, okay. I figured out like a way around that, I think. Well, good. (laughs) But um, yes, for a while there, I was like trying to add new accounts to Instagram and it was like, you have reached your account limit. Like we cannot log you into anymore. And I literally had to like delete the app and re-download it and like re-log into each account one at a time to have like the three on there that I really wanted. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's like one for my cats, which I swear I like never use. Oh, and then I forgot my- you had the one for the cats. Yes, I mean yes. I follow it. But- and then my personal one, and then Eliza and Calligraphy, and the Biz Birthday Bash and the Stationer Summit, and the Biz Bash Podcast, which we don't actually use, but it's on there. Yeah, because we just- saved the name. Yeah, oh, just God. basically for insurance. <laughs> yeah, too many, too many names, too many names. Seriously. Um. Okay. What are some other baby possums like podcasts? I mean, I hate to rag on them, but sometimes they can be baby possums. You know, where I just get distracted listening. Um. Netflix. What else was there? The dishes and the sink, a dirty house, and you want to clean it. Like literally, so many little distractions that just come out and take away your productivity. Especially if you work from home, like that can be really difficult to kind of distinguish the boundaries. You know? Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, I'll do laundry at the same time, and just it just it's more about like switching between tasks, like with your brain, than it is as t- as much as time. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I totally so. agree. Which brings me to my bonus possum, multitasking, which here's what I like to say to myself. It's not about how many projects you start. It's about how many you finish. (laughs) Like sometimes you just got to finish the thing, finish the thing. And right now I'm really trying to be more about the monotask instead of the multitask, even though I'm like totally at 24 tabs on the computer kind of gal, like I probably have 27 open right now like that. I, I'm very much a multitasker and all over the place. But like when I actually take time to focus on the monotask, I, I find I enjoy my work more and I feel less stressed. Yes. So <laughs> it helps me to be productive. Yes, everything you said because yeah. you actually counted your tabs out loud when we were on the phone. Yes. Either earlier today or yesterday, and you were like, "I have twenty three tabs open," and I you was like, "Count right now." Sure, go for it. You might as <laughs> okay. well. One, we're two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Only seventeen. That's not bad. <laughs> 
Not that is actually low for you. I feel like anything under 20 is kind of an accomplishment. You're right. See? Monotask. 17 monotask. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So now that we've talked all about the productivity possums and the things that make you play dead in your business, let's talk about how to get rid of them. Possum repellent or possum poison because Elizabeth would rather kill them. <laughs> uh, not necessarily. I just wanted the pee sound. So possum poison. But then I was like, that is kind of violent. Like, because some of these things do come in handy sometimes. So do we really want to fully kill them? Like, right. We don't want to fully kill social media. We just want to repel it sometimes. So, uh, okay. So one of my things for possum repellent is having undisturbed power hours is what I like to call them. And this is like, especially when I'm painting, like this is my laser beam focus for two to four hours of time. Like I cannot go more than four hours. So that's like my absolute max. And that is like maxing out to the max, (laughs) max, max, max. Okay. (laughs) So two to four hours of time having that laser beam focus. And realistically, I think this is about all you can truly get done in a day. Like the rest are the filler hours of admin and checking your email and posting on social media and eating lunch and like, you know, doing stuff, go to the bathroom, whatever you got to do. So like those two to four hours are your power hour, like guard them with your life and get rid of all distractions for those two to four hours. Yeah, that's really smart. I feel like you're really good at doing that when you paint. And I feel like that needs to happen like this afternoon or tonight for me with these envelopes like (laughs) I gotta shut everything down so I can just like at least just at least get like 20 done or something you know I've got to like break the seal on the envelope (laughs) you really do like seriously turn off your phone light like for me I gotta like light a candle put on some good music and like or murder podcast either one (laughs) and just like get in the zone and I don't let anything distract me at all like I just stay there I don't look at my phone I don't have like anything open on my computer and I just go to town and like that is when I consider like getting the heavy hitting things in my business done like Mm -hmm. realistically so if you can figure out how to what what times of the day work best for you for those power hours like for me the morning works best for me and the afternoon I'm kind of like my brain's mush um so I like to do my power hours in the morning but there's a book I read that explains this whole phenomenon of deep work, like the four hour thing. Um, it's actually, it's called deep work. And I really, really love the book just about like how to focus and what that looks like. So if you're interested, go check it out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll have to look that up for sure. Yeah, I really liked it. So, okay. So power hours are a great repellent. And then um, this is kind of going hand in hand with the power hours, to, like know what I'm going to do in my power hour. I have a daily to-do list or what I like to call the today list. Um, So it's all the things that I want to get done today, (laughs) basically. Um, So it's like, I literally know exactly what I'm going to work on that day. And for, so my today list is literally just um, like a desktop, a desk pad calendar thing. That's just like a weekly calendar. And I just write it in with pencil. Like it's nothing fancy at all. (laughs) Um, And if I don't get something done that day, it just goes to the next day or the next available day pretty much Mm -hmm. but I like to be able to see it weekly like that and writing it by hand helps me to like I don't know focus on it more I don't know I just like it (laughs) yeah I mean that totally makes sense I like the idea of of having one of those big like desk pad calendars where you see like the whole scope of a calendar at once Mm -hmm. um 
my thing is you you wrote down here you're like time blocking maybe question mark ah uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of like your today list I guess like, yeah it's it more is in a time blocking format. what I do is like even if I'm not like say doing something exactly at 9 a.m I'll still put a little tab in there at 9 a.m that's like a reminder for today like this needs to happen right um So let me see. I'm going to like look at my calendar because I know that this week I have one on there. Oh, so like for one of our sponsors for the summit, they were wondering if we had like little slides they could share. And so tomorrow on the calendar at 9 a.m., I wrote down like press kit items or like Instagram items for this company just to remind me that that needs to happen tomorrow. It might not happen at 9 a.m., but it'll happen because I at least see see it on the calendar because I think people get really, I use mine as a very like free form scheduling because sometimes people get really hung up on like, Oh, well, if you put it on the calendar, doesn't that mean you're doing it at that time? It's like, no, it's more of that visual reminder that that needs to be done. Yeah. That makes sense. Actually. I like that idea. I mean, that's kind of what I'm already doing, but like, and then throughout the day, do you fill in your hours with what you're going to do or I do sometimes. So like next week, since I have to be assembling that invitation suite, I'm definitely going to go back through and like write actual blocks of doing like my client's invitation suite to remind myself that when I look at that calendar, I'm like, okay, like any second that's like not at all these meetings I was talking about earlier is going to be yes. spent on this invitation suite. So like well, that's as a reminder, your power hours. Yeah, yeah, no more scheduling anything else. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Mine's literally just a pencil list. It's very old school. <laughs> like, yeah, but nothing. Their own. Like, it works. Like, yeah. there are days that I write down a physical to-do list or I just do a brain dump on paper because I have to get everything out of my brain. And I honestly think I'm nearing that point where I'm like, you start to feel like the front of your brain. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but you it's feel the like one your brain just feels heavy <laughs> forehead. Yeah. Where I feel like my forehead's weighing down and like, <laughs> I just like need to write out like, okay, what are all the things that need to happen in the next like 24 hours to make me like a normal functioning human again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that is perfect segue into my next possum repellent, which is a master to-do list, which is basically just a brain dump and not necessarily a today list, but just a to-do list of all the things that are literally like that you need to tackle like on your plate at this point, you know, in time. Um, And they might be happening three weeks from now, two weeks from now, but it's just like good to have them all out because sometimes like you get scared that you're going to just forget them. So just having them all out and then you're able to like sort your today list from those tasks on the master to-do list. So that's like a brain, a brain dump list. And like, I, I obviously don't do this in any like, you know, very organized fashion. Like I might sometimes do a Trello board. I feel like I'm changing the way I do things all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just me listing them all out. You know, I definitely have a bunch of stuff on my Google calendar as well, but probably not as structured as you, Elizabeth. It'll just be like the days that I'm like, this is due here. And I can look at it at a glance and like know if that's due on Friday that on one of my today lists for the week, I need to have that on there kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it works for my brain. So having that brain dump of getting it all out is super, super helpful. Yeah, I know. I I love the feeling of doing it afterwards because then you look down and you actually kind of have a, oh, this isn't that bad moment. Because <laughs> when yeah. it's all stuck in your brain, it feels like really jumbled and like overwhelming. And then you put it on paper and you're like, oh my gosh, I can finally like see what what's supposed to happen. And now yeah. I feel more relaxed because it's out there like, oh my gosh, I need to renew the tags for my car. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, oh, and then you just kind of fill in the gaps of your of your week and your month, and like it all kind of comes together like a giant puzzle. No, but I'm saying you know? that because I actually need to because oh. I looked over and saw the piece of paper that's like sitting <laughs> on my desk. Like this is there's too many things in my brain right now. I'm gonna put this like right in front of me so I do it afterwards. But um, yes. But that's just an example, guys, of like the million things that live in your head that like you won't remember unless you A, literally see the piece of paper like I just did, like peeking out under a pile of stuff or B, you write it down somewhere. So write it down. (laughs) I think you just need it. When we get off this podcast, you just need to go write down a bunch of stuff on a giant piece of paper and just let it all out. (laughs) That's what I I think you need to do. I know. I think I do. Or go on like a wild, crazy run around my apartment complex and just like flail my arms. (laughs) like phoebe like from friends well you haven't seen that dang it all but anyone out there who's a friends fan they know the episode where phoebe like goes on a run and she runs like with her arms just like flailing by her body i'll send you a gift cami because well you could always do a little karaoke which is what i like to do when i sing while i run then everyone gets out of your way because they're like what in the heck is wrong with her I'm anyway, sorry. Fun. What? Can we like rewind a second? Cardioke? I have never heard this out of your mouth before. What is happening? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's something that I I made up. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> it's where you run in a public place. It's very important. <laughs> and you just sing as you're running. And it makes it really hard because you're trying to run, but you're also trying to sing. And so you're really out of breath. So it sounds horrible. And people literally just get out of your way. If you if you feel like you're running on a crowded path, it like clears the path really well. So it also helps your lung capacity, I feel like, I, right? Like, I have so many questions right now. Um, where do I even start? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, what I haven't do done karaoke in a while. <laughs> what do you usually sing? Like, what song would I pick if I wanted to do this? I mean, I feel like, you know, the Mulan song where it's like, let's get down to business. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good karaoke song. I mean, I the Tiger, obviously. It's a good karaoke oh, song. Good one. Okay. I mean, there's just so many. I mean, oh, I can send you a ooh, living on a prayer. I feel yeah. like that one, like ah, how? like yelling that while yeah. you're like, be great. <laughs> it just let it out. It honestly feels so great. Like it's uh, really, I think really I might does. need to do that like after this in like the heat of the day, and I'm gonna come back like a sweaty, gross mess, and I won't. Yeah, even I mean, sometimes you just can't help but sing when you're listening to like a good bumping song, and it just like gets you pumped. So oh, so you cardio music while doing this? Oh, I oh, guess that yeah, makes like sense. I guess. It had phones in, yeah. You gotta have your like. For some you know, reason, just, like, I was envisioning you just like running, like no headphones, no nothing, but like <laughs> screaming songs at the top of your lungs. That's why I said I had so many questions because I like. Oh, so it makes it more normal if there's headphones. <laughs> I guess yeah, it would make it a lot more normal if there were headphones. Okay, yeah. It's like you're singing along to something. Otherwise, yeah, I'm singing along. You're just yeah. singing to what's in your head, and then you look like mental to other people because you mean, know. Well, you're gonna Obviously. look crazy either way. <laughs> yeah, so just put your headphones in, have a little, little jam session, get some bops going. It's the best. I actually might do that today because I haven't done that in a really long time. <laughs> that sounds, <laughs> it's been a while. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, now I'm getting excited thinking about karaoke. So oh, if y'all man. ever do some karaoke, just tag us and let us know your favorite karaoke song. We can make that a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Okay, what else was I saying besides karaoke, um, which is probably a productivity possum for sure, but also very stress relieving. Okay, so one of my possum repellents would be reframing your mindset to look at things, um, look at things as a challenge instead of a goal. Like, because with a challenge, it's like, um, how do I explain this? Like, sometimes I'm like, it gives me permission that it's okay if I fail 
because I was expected to fail anyway because it was a challenge in my mind. Okay. This literally makes no, no sense. No, no, no. It I'm does. Saying no, no, no. I know what you're trying oh, okay. to say. You keep going yeah. because I, you're on to something and I can reframe it for you if needed. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. So it's like kind of reframing your task to let go of the pressure of getting it done and be like, I challenge myself to get this done in 30 minutes. And then if it actually takes 45, it's really okay. Like, but it's just like another way of looking at things and maybe like gamifying your business sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, just getting outside like the pressure of all the things that you have to do and just looking looking at it with like a, a new fun perspective of making it a challenge and like, yes. you know, different reaching different levels. Sometimes yeah. you just got to do that. Like for <laughs> me, okay, so for envelope addressing, I could be like, my challenge is that I'm going to do like 20 envelopes in an hour, which is like insanely fast. I have done it before. And so if I challenge myself, that's way more fun than being like, oh, I hope tonight I get 20 done. Like that doesn't put a time limit on it or anything. But if I was like, okay, I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to need 20 in an hour. It like brings out that little bit of like competition, like making it a game, like you said. Totally. Oh my gosh. Yes. I think this this idea is like brilliant. I I don't think you were... You were like, oh, oh gosh, gosh, this makes no sense. I was like, no. As I was speaking, I was <laughs> like, oh, geez. <laughs> it's out there. They know because I'm crazy. With a goal, it's like, sometimes I hear the w- word goal and I'm literally like, oh, like, yeah, <laughs> I know. It seems like goal. so hard, so far to, like, goal already has that connotation of like, it's so hard to reach and it's going to just take a million steps and it's like yeah. so mm. far and you're just like reaching and never actually succeeding. Like, that's what goal feels like to me sometimes. Like, yeah. I don't like the word goal, actually. I, I'm disowning that word. It is not my word. I like challenge way better. <laughs> yeah, I think you and I have actually been more of like challenge people in our own business for like Biz Birthday Bash. Like, I think that's how we kind of operate as like, we do have like how, you know, we have in mind like how much, how many students we would like to get for the summit and things like that. But I'd say both of us think of that as a challenge rather than a, like a goal, a goal. type of thing. Yeah. Um, we're no, not, you're, people, you're totally right. we're not the type of people that are going to go on a retreat to brainstorm our goals for the year. Like Cammy and I don't operate that way. <laughs> I know. I really wanted to be that person and I'm not, I'm just not. So well, things, it's okay. change. things change so yeah, much. Like, we didn't even think we were going to do the station summit this year we thought we we're going to do it to 2020 and then guys all of a sudden everything changed and we decided we were doing it this year and so it's like I've set goals like on a yearly basis before and then honestly sometimes I look back on them and I end up feeling really disappointed I don't know how we got on yeah. this tangent but <laughs> you know, it's a really good tangent actually <laughs> like as I end up disappointed and I'm like well seven of those don't apply because I no longer did xyz in my business you know I like stopped mm-hmm. doing that halfway through the year so it's like of course I'm not gonna sell any like maps if they're no longer in my shop but that was one of my goals <laughs> at the beginning of the year I'm making yeah. this up like <laughs> that's just an example <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like having that challenge thing does make it a lot more fun. And it is just like a different way of looking at things than goal. And I know for me, like when I'm doing crest or maps or whatever, like painting wise, I'll be like, I bet I can't do this in one day. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to prove myself wrong. Like I have conversations with myself as usual. I'm sure you guys can expect. And so I'll literally be like working so hard because I'm like, I could do a crest in a day. And like, and I totally can do it. And it's like when I feel done, I'm like, feel so satisfied that I completed the challenge that I set aside for myself Mm -hmm. and not even like I have a goal to do this today or whatever. Like it wouldn't have as much satisfaction, I think, as like challenging myself to do something that I didn't think I could actually do. And then I did it. 
Boom. <laughs> yeah. And all the productivity possums go off and cry because I won over them today. <laughs> you ruled over them. You ruled them. I am, possums. The, I, am, I am the queen possum. I'm just imagining me. you with all of these like possums on these leashes and you're like walking them around because you're like, today <laughs> I had the possums. Today I, I own the possums. That's right, guys. It's trash can, not trash can't. That's what oh. I'm going to say to my possums. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, okay. Oh my god. Sometimes <laughs> I like, end up places and I don't even realize how it happened. So, yeah. Um, okay. So, that actually, you know, this is actually segueing a lot better than I thought it would. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so now that. Surprise. Now that we've talked about like setting those challenges for yourself and overcoming them, this is such a great way to continue to build that momentum. And I don't know about you guys, but when I build momentum and I conquer the possums, you just like keep going. You know what I'm saying? So building that momentum could be like the breakthrough moment for you. Um, so like some of the other ways of building momentum for me, like keeping that momentum alive is like switching up locations. Like sometimes just going to work in a different part of the house, like can just switch my brain up and like free up some like loose ends. Um, putting on a specific playlist. Like I have this one playlist that I put on when I'm about to paint and it just gets me fired up. Like I think it's like a brain trigger now. Like I know when I put that on, I'm going to get creative. Obviously making a fresh cup of coffee. Praise the coffee lords. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a huge thing for me is action leads to motivation, which as I talked about with challenging myself when I create that action and actually take action instead of just being analysis paralysis, it leads to motivation for me. And sometimes that action can just be doing something for myself, like painting a flower, a flower for myself for no client at all. And by doing that, it like gets me in the right mindset to do something client work related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all perfect. I mean, I really don't have much to add to that because I think you nailed it. And and those apply to me too, especially switching up locations, um, which could get yeah, like it could be a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't go like paint in a coffee shop, but like if I was working on something that was just admin related, I do like to go, you know, out and about, Mm -hmm. but most of the time I stay home, but just moving around to different, different places in my house helps even in my office sometimes like sitting at the big table versus my little desk. Yeah. Makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, show. So I think we really tackled this this episode about productivity possums. <laughs> yeah, this all sounds awesome to me. So before we, you know, officially wrap up and say goodbye for the episode, we do want to let you know that at this point, the early bird for the stationer summit has closed and passed. However, if you still want to take the stationer summit and be a student for the summit, it's virtual, it's online, you get access to all this amazing content, then you can go to stationersummit.com slash registration to get on the wait list to be notified of when official registration is open. And so that's like the middle of September. So if you don't want to miss out, or maybe you missed out on early bird, maybe you like didn't pull the trigger, then you still have one more chance to do that and so once again that's just stationersummit.com and all the information is on there of course and if you enjoyed this episode and all of our other podcast episodes we always appreciate it if you guys leave a rating and review it really does help so much and it makes us feel like awesome sauce so leave a rating review and we love when you guys share on your instagram stories all the cool things you're doing like painting and doing calligraphy and doing awesome cool stuff um, while you're listening to the podcast so just tag us at biz birthday bash on instagram if you're listening and that just makes us the happiest you guys are the best i know we absolutely love it and 
then last little bit of like housekeeping per se is that we do Q and cake episodes. They happen every five weeks. Um, we have slowly but surely been getting through a bunch of the questions that have been submitted over the year. Uh, but if you do have a question that you would like to add to the queue, um, uh, no pun intended, but kind of like the queue, the line, you get it? Okay. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Uh, you can go to bizbirthdaybash.com slash Q and cake and you can submit your question there. And we do read all of the ones that come through. Um, we don't always get to like write an email reply, um, but we read every single one of them and then they go onto our handy dandy little list where we like pull a bunch of them for all the episodes. And we love those episodes. They're super fun. Exactly. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Keep it awesome. Possum. <laughs> Oh, bye. <laughs>